What is up, guys? Welcome back. Stoner Thoughts Podcast coming at you. And while I screw this, again, the houseweed indica cart, the banana pudding, oh, I'm in love. But I gotta fall asleep tonight and, like, take a decent amount of sleep. That is my prescription to myself, is sleep. I wasn't gonna record tonight after getting home from work. I wasn't gonna do anything special. I just figured that I would, you know... Record a little something, tell you guys this crazy fucking story that happened tonight, right? So I'm getting ready to leave work, and there's this chick outside who's definitely, like, strung out on something, or, like, somebody had slipped or something and, like, just left her at the gas station. Because, like, nothing she was saying was making sense, and she turned off our gas pumps. That's right, there's a single switch outside that shuts off all the gas pumps. It's only supposed to be used in case of emergency. And she comes up to me and straight up tells me, tells me that she hit the switch and that she thought it was funny and how everybody was getting mad. And I was like, all right, cool. Well, this chick is rude, but you know what? I'm going to take the moral high ground on this one. Right. So what I ended up doing was I ended up sitting there with her for about like, you know, 15, 20 minutes. I was like, are you on drugs right now? Like, are you high right now? Did somebody give you something? She goes, I think you gave me something, because I bought her a drink. I bought her a raspberry tea. I figured something to, like, you know, calm the nerves, ease the situation, make it, like, make it known that, like, hey, I'm not here to hurt you. I'm just here to make sure you're good on this lovely, wonderful trip that you're going on. And she looks at me and goes, can I see your hat? And I go, okay, sure, whatever. And she takes my hat from me, and I was, like, showing her my hat. It was just, like, I'm, like, it's just a gray baseball cap, and she just yanks it. Like, yanks it, puts it on her head, and I'm sitting there talking to her for a little bit, and I'm like, well, I'm gonna leave now. And she got pissed off because I wouldn't buy her, like, cereal and milk to put into a plastic cup so that she could eat it like a bowl. She described this to me very vividly. Another thing that threw me off is when I sat down, like, when I was standing there talking to her, she goes, sit down. And so I sat down because I was like, okay, well, I don't want her to get violent and, like, pull out a knife or something. Like, I'm just trying to help you. And I made it super clear, like, hey, I work at the AMPM right here that you're sitting right next to. Like, I just got off work. They told me some shit was going down. I wanted to make sure you were okay. And she's like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm okay. I'm all right. Like, really, really fast repeating this. And at first I thought it was like, great. I picked the night to pick a bitch possessed by a fucking demon. But then, like... Something kind of came over me. I'm like, okay, she's not dangerous. She's just, like, aggressive in whatever state she is. Probably heroin. It looked like heroin. If you've ever seen somebody on heroin, like, really, like, laid out, kind of laid back, but then they get, like, pissed off. I don't think it was coke. She wasn't, like, jittery enough to have it be coke. But, like, she was on fucking something. Possibly pills. Could have been pills. You know, maybe MDMA or some shit like that. But, like... I don't know, man. I was freaking out after sitting there for a few minutes because, like, she kept, like, looking at me and, like, the drink that I brought her, she goes, I don't trust you. Drink some. So I drank some and then she took a drink and I know against my better judgment to trust any bitch that's on fucking drugs. But she goes, okay, cool. Drink some more. And, like, I didn't drink from the straw because I didn't want to deal with that and I didn't trust the backwash so I kind of, like, pursed my lips like really tightly closed my lips on the edge of the cup and made like swallowing sounds and I was like yeah this is great like I didn't even actually touch the cup 
she goes, okay, you didn't poison me. And I'm just like, what the actual fuck? She couldn't have been that much older than me. She looked maybe a couple years older than me, but not by much. And like, it was just weird, man. And then she goes, do you have any weed we can go smoke? And I was like, no, not at all. And in my head, I was like, I ain't got any weed for you to smoke, but I got some weed for me to go home and smoke. So that's what needs to fucking happen. So after I made that conscious decision in my head, I'm like, all right, I'm out of here. I'm going to go home now. Like, you have a good night. Stay safe. You know, keep the fucking hat. I was over the hat at that point. But like, it just, it, it really threw me through a fucking loop. Kind of like this pen's about to do. I could already feel it kicking in after like two hits. But anyways, guys, that's my that's my interesting story that just happened like a couple hours ago for tonight. But I figured we might as well turn this into a smoke session and have a good old stoner thoughts conversation. I'm going to do something that I probably shouldn't do, which is I'm going to throw on the second monitor real quick. Plug that bad boy in. And I'm just going to jump on Google and Google weed. And we're going to see what comes up. And I'm going to smoke and I'm going to tell you about what my, my thoughts on weed. So this should be fun. Google weed. Oh, apparently there's a town called weed. Cannabis. Drug. Is weed a drug or a plant? Most drugs are, are plants. Weed maps. City of Weed, California. Effects of marijuana use. Jesus. Okay, well, there's nothing really good. Just Googling weed. Go to images. I know you guys can't see this, but, like, I'm literally just browsing the internet right now. Alright, I'm gonna look at some cool weed pictures. Probably get a new desktop background for my computer. And I'll be right back. What is up, guys? I am back. It is happening. I totally did find a new desktop background for my Mac, and I'm kind of in love with it, I'm not gonna lie. But I also packed another bowl in the bong. Because I shit you not, guys, I had to take a little break. You, you, you know that saying, uh, when you hit the bong and the bong hits back? Yeah, well, the bong fucking sucker punched me right in the dick, alright? Like, let me be real with you. I have been sitting here looking at pictures of weed. Trippy pictures, cool pictures, awesome pictures, whatever the fuck you want to call them. Like, on Google Images for, like, at least 20, 30 minutes now. And, like, I realized I stopped recording, but I was just kind of vibing, listening to the music. And while that's all well and good, I have work to fucking do, and that is talk to you guys and be high, which is one of my favorite things to do in the whole world. But, let me take everybody back a minute, like, back into, like, the high school days when you didn't have a place to smoke, you were trying to figure shit out, trying to, like, you know, who do I buy weed from, who can I get weed from, like, who's gonna sell to some, like, punk ass kid like me like I'm just some rando guy off of the block and it's like 
you immediately assume that like other people are going to be like, yeah, kid, come buy some weed. Because my parents lied to me as a child and told me how easy it would be to find people that would sell me drugs. Not that, you know, buying drugs is okay or that it's acceptable. But, like, it just hits a point where it's like, you know, hey, I'm 15, I'm 16, everything else says it's gonna kill me. But this says that I'm only gonna be, like, having to work, like, a little bit to get my high, and I'm gonna feel amazing, and I'm gonna feel great, and I'm gonna feel, like, on top of everything, on top of the world, you're gonna be the best ever. 99.9% .9 of the time, that shit is not true. Like, I'm stoned right now. And if you tried to convince me to, like, do something productive at the moment besides record this podcast because I get to sit on my ass, just sadly mistaken because that shit is not going to happen, man. Like, there's just so many things, like, going on in the world and all that shit, and, like, the weed takes the stress away. And that's the main reason I smoke weed, and that has nothing to do with what I was starting to say about finding a place to smoke. Holy shit, we went off track. So... I went ahead and went on the Google and, you know, worked my little bit of magic, you know, just kind of doing some random searches, and it's going to be top best places to smoke. Alright, so I had to uh, retype it into Google because I accidentally closed the tab because I'm stoned, but hey. But this is going to be from melmagazine.com, and it's going to be the best places to smoke marijuana according to expert stoners. Who the fuck are these expert stoners, and why am I trusting their... I mean, I guess I should. Atmosphere is everything to stoners, which is why we have absolutely no problem packing up our paraphernalia, I hate that word, and embarking on long journeys in search of the perfect spot for sparking up. You know... You're not wrong, but I, I feel kind of called out by the fact that, like, it's dead on the money. I can't smoke somewhere I'm not, like, comfortable. And this shit says stoners will smoke a blunt in the car to prepare to hike through the woods so they can smoke a blunt in the woods just to go back home and smoke a blunt and talk about their day. Yeah. Pretty much. It's about the journey, not the destination. That is, this is facts right here. Sophie Kedora, 2019 Bud Tender Awards finalist. The drive there matters. Who you're with matters. Ultimately, privacy and the view matter if you're talking about creating the perfect spot. For me, it's down to the music playing on the on the drive west an hour before sunset. Then it's the drive down the coastline so you kind of get spot to park and walk down the cliffs. Then pulling out a few joints with your fellow smoke buddy brought out to chief on while the conversation turns into banter about life. Dude, that is facts right there. And that is like, that's like what we used to have to do, which is like, we used to have to like, find a spot, find the homies, we'd meet up at the park, we'd meet up at that one house, you know, we'd meet up with the one group of friends, and it was like, it was kind of like a bonding, like a ritual thing almost. I think we were more hooked on the ritual than actually smoking the pot. Like, it was more about the vibes and everything that you got, compared to like, how stoned you got. And then this guy, Tom Detrinis... I hope I said that right. An actor who indulges house in Palm Springs at the pool with friends in a caft in a caftan? Is that a that's like a hammock, right? And lots of gummy bears. Okay, it's where you're comfy. Riley Travers, 2019 Bud Tender Awards winner. 
The perfect smoking spot is where you feel most comfortable, where your smoking accessories and tools are easily accessible. Yeah. She says her ideal spot is somewhere with a view and a calm atmosphere. And like, this is all this is all true. Uh, Cruz, Kimwanins, Kim I don't know. It looks like Kimwa, but I know that's not. I hope that's not what it is. I feel bad. For him, it's a combo of things. It needs to be quiet. It needs to be a controlled, safe space. Distance from people, especially during Corona. Yep. It needs to have fresh air, if at all possible. It needs to have somewhere to sit that isn't your bed. Smoking in bed is a different thing, which is fine, but a bed isn't a spot anymore than a couch is a living room. That's pretty true. If you like to stand and smoke like I do when I smoke blunts, you'll still need somewhere to sit and roll and pack your blunts. Dark spots are bad spots and bad vibes. Biggest issues are comfort and control. You need to feel comfy and safe so you can feel better when you smoke. You can control these elements because you have a place to control your yard, your parked car, blah, blah, blah. You go to a different mindset. All right, well, that's true, too. It's all about being chill and comfy. Kimmy Gordon, current Bud Tender Awards nominee. The perfect smoke spot is where I feel safe to light up and let go of all that stress from life. He's talking about Puffco's and Doobies. Dude, I want a Puffco so bad. Somebody buy me a Puffco and I will, I don't know. I will, I will do something nice. This guy says it's where the cops aren't. Yeah. I mean, I guess. She says her favorite spot is this footpath in New York City. It stays off two things as far away from everybody. The munchies and the cops. All right, that's Sophia Alexandra, co-host of 420-Day Finance, po- 420-Day Fiance podcast. I mean, the ideal spot is outside, on the roof, or anywhere with a view. You know what? Like, I've smoked in the bath, absolutely. Like, Evan Williams, a dude who just loves his bong, anywhere with space. Yeah, I mean, I get that, and that's that whole article. Wow. Guys, go to my Instagram, comment on something, comment on one of my recent posts, and tell me, where is your favorite smoking spot? Because for me, guys, I can tell you exactly where two of my favorite smoking spots are. Number one, believe it or not, is actually right here at the studio desk. Even when I'm not recording, this is like the spot that I smoke in. This is like the location that I am in when I am getting high. Like, this is like... This is my my sacred space. And like, yeah, it's a mess right now because we're in smoke session mode. But you know what? You clean it up. You play some video games right here. Like, I got to move my freaking Xbox back over here because I don't like playing Xbox on the TV, believe it or not. I prefer my smaller, more condensed space of my monitor, my desk, that type of shit. But anyways, guys, as much fun as it is to sit here and talk with you guys all night. I'm tired as fuck. Figured I'd jump on, record a quick little session for you. Have some fun. You guys get to listen to me be stoned and, you know, fuck myself up and stumble over my words. But you know what? Have a good night, guys. Thanks for listening. And I'll be back sometime in the next couple days with another episode of the Stoner Thoughts Podcast here on Spotify and Anchor. Oh, by the way, before I forget, we now have listener support active, so you can go check that out on Anchor. And you should be able to, you know, if you want to help out the podcast, want to chip in a little bit, I'm not going to ask for any percentage, any total donations. 
just any little bit helps. And I hope you guys have a fantastic evening. Well, morning at this point. But that's not that's neither here nor there. But anyways, guys. I keep saying that. Good night.